City News, in-depth team coverage. Well, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has made an unannounced visit to Ukraine today as the war with Russia continues, reopening the Canadian Embassy in Kyiv and speaking at a news conference just moments ago. Our Parliament Hill reporter, Corbeck Big Sweeney, has more. Standing side by side with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau spoke of Canada's unwavering support for Ukraine, and along with that come new commitments. Canada is committing to more military aid, including drones and demining equipment, along with several other promises. We're providing $25 million to the World Food Program for food security in Ukraine. We'll be removing trade tariffs on all Ukrainian imports coming to Canada for the next year. And we're bringing forward new sanctions on 40 Russian individuals and five entities. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, along with heavily armed security, toured the destruction of one of the suburbs of Kyiv that had been targeted when Russia tried to take the capital. Afterwards, he was joined by Deputy Prime Minister Christia Freeland and Foreign Affairs Minister Melanie Jolie at the Canadian Embassy, raising the Canadian flag once more and reopening our consular services. Canada had begun scaling down its diplomatic presence in Ukraine in late January, ahead of the Russian invasion, and shut down the embassy in mid-February. Cormac McSweeney, Parliament Hill. Meantime, on the ground in Ukraine, a devastating attack on civilians has killed as many as 60 people. Our Phil Martino has a look. Dozens of Ukrainians are feared dead after a Russian bomb destroyed a school, sheltering about 90 people in eastern Ukraine. ABC's Marcus Moore is on the ground there. Ukrainian officials now saying some 60 people may have died in the blast. In Odessa, Russian missiles hitting an airport runway and a business, sparking a fire in the nearby residential area. Firefighters working to extinguish the flames. Russia is getting ready to celebrate Victory Day tomorrow, the day Soviet forces defeated Nazi Germany. There is speculation the Russian president may use the annual celebration to declare mass mobilization or state that he's widening the conflict in Ukraine. I'm Phil Martino. The cost to drive in the GTA keeps rising. The price per liter reached new heights at midnight, going up three cents for a total of roughly a dollar and 99 cents a liter. That follows a month in which GTA drivers have seen the price per liter increase a total of 14 cents since the beginning of May. Those keeping a close eye on the price of oil say the increases can largely be blamed on the war in Ukraine, supply chain issues, and a surging demand. According to Roger McKnight with NPRO International, the price is expected to hold for both Monday and Tuesday. You're listening to All News Radio, City News 680. Well, on the Ontario campaign trail, it's pretty much a low-key Sunday for most party leaders. Our Steve Roberts joins us live with more. Steve. Yeah, Carling, most of the leaders are actually outside the GTA today, and actual policy announcements were pretty light. NDP leader Andrea Horvath started off this Mother's Day hosting a brunch in Cambridge, praising moms and their work, especially during the pandemic. Lots of times working from home as well as taking care of family, risking their own well-being on the front lines of our healthcare system, uh, teaching kids while trying to help their own kids learning online. It's been a tough go. And for his part, PC leader Doug Ford was in Timmins today announcing $74 million to build and rebuild Highway 101, which cuts through those major areas up there. $75 million as well to restore the Northlander Passenger Rail Service, which was cancelled by the Liberals back in 2012. This vital transportation link will help rebuild Northern Ontario's economy. It will connect industries and workers in the north with the rest of the province. And for the Liberals' part, leader Stephen Del Duca is off today. Reporting live, Steve Roberts, City News.
As we head towards the busy summer travel season, some airports are calling for an easing of COVID health measures. Our Martin McMahon says lineups are getting longer for a number of reasons. More people want to fly and there are labor challenges when it comes to security screeners between sickness and even attracting and retaining staff. So Canadian Airports Council Interim President Monette Pasher is asking for the feds to ease some health measures. I mean, there's the random testing that's happening at our hub airport for COVID when people are coming through. We have the ArriveCan app, which is which is a great application, but we do need to maybe streamline some of the questions in that and take the process and make it not take as long. The council is not calling for the removal of the vaccine requirement for air travel, but Pasher says it is perhaps a discussion worth having. She points out restrictions have been lifted or eased in most other sectors. Martin McMahon, City News. You're listening to All News Radio City News 680. Well, plenty of sunshine for Mom's special day. Our meteorologist Carl Lamb says today's forecast is essentially a repeat of yesterday with very few clouds in the sky, but the strong wind gusts will likely have you reaching for a light jacket. He says all that's about to change, however, starting tomorrow thanks to a high-pressure system rolling in. Taking over the weather pattern, driving away a lot of clouds, and any of that precipitation doesn't even stand a chance against this high-pressure system. The only kind of issue this week would be the wind, especially for Monday and Tuesday for areas by the lake. Your guaranteed high for today was 14 degrees and we've actually surpassed that. Currently right now at Pearson, it is 15 degrees and sunny.